Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gaze. Happy Friday. I am your host, Larry. Guys, we made it through another week. We are only one week away from BravoCon. I'm like stressing out, ready to go. I'm like anxious, excited, want to throw up a little. <laughs> like, I'm super excited, but I'm also like stressed because I don't know. Like, I hate packing and I'm going to Vegas for like four, four or five days. So it's just a lot, but I'm ready for it. And I can't wait to like recap it all with you guys when I get back. It's going to be such a good time. So, but that aside, what a week it has been, guys. There has been so much that has gone down. We got a Rony reunion. Uh, we also got a Winter House premiere. We got a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere. We got a bunch of news in the press this week. <laughs> like, what in the world? So much is going down. So, I'm going to touch on a couple things from the shows, but I really kind of want to talk a lot about, like, what's been in the headlines the past few days. So, I figure the way that we will do this is we'll just figure it out. We'll talk to it as it will talk. We'll talk it through as it comes to mind. So buckle up and let's have some fun. All right, guys. So I want to talk to you about winter house. Um, along with winter house, there was some news in the press regarding the winter house premiere party. So season three of Winter House premiered on Tuesday. They had a premiere party for the cast in New York City. And it looks like all of the cast was in attendance um, as well as some of their friends, right? So it was reported. Well, it wasn't even reported, right? They posted themselves. Lindsay and Carl were both at the premiere party for Winter House. The first time really that we have seen them in the same room since their breakup a couple of months ago. And we didn't really see them together in the same room. We just know that they both were there based off of like posts on Instagram. Lindsay had posted like a story like of the cast 
that showing that she was at the party there to support them. And Kyle had posted a picture of Carl. And uh, really, it's been like the first actual photo we've seen of him since the breakup because so many people were like, what has happened to this man? Has there been any Carl sightings? Nobody has like, he's been silent on social media. No one has seen him. There's been a couple photos, I believe, on Dumois where people have like sent like quick photos of him maybe crossing the street or whatnot. But this is the first actual photo we got of him out in public supporting his friends. So page six did an exclusive where they had reported that Carl got to the party first. They said that he wasn't there long. Um, He seemed to be like kind of bothered or like maybe he just seemed like stressed about being there. And uh, as soon as Lindsay got to the party about an hour I believe she got there like about an hour after he went into another room and they stayed in two separate parts of the bar and he left shortly after she arrived. So the exclusive stated that they were like visibly trying to avoid each other. And uh, I mean, rightfully so. Right. I mean, they, she's got to be still very upset. He probably feels just as like awkward being there, but The question I had was, although this may have been the first time that they were in public together, not, no, not, they weren't even together in the same place. Although this may have been the first time that they were in the same place. My question was, don't they still live in the same apartment, right? So obviously we learned last season, they're renting this gorgeous apartment. It's like $13,000 a month. So this can't be the first time that they may have had potentially run into each other, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, they live together. They probably run into each other at home, probably just ignore each other, whatever. So this will be easy for them to ignore each other at this premiere party. Well, Kyle did an interview and he was doing press for Winterhouse and stated that like, Craig is basically homeless and he is letting Lindsay live in the apartment. And apparently they aren't living in the same house together anymore. So I want, I don't know if like Carl is maybe staying with a friend or kind of like couch surfing or whatnot, maybe looking for a new place, but the way that they made it sound is they are not living together. So that was very interesting because I was under the impression that this was going to be some type of like, Tom and Ariana living situation where they were just in the house as roommates, not even acknowledging each other. But I also had said like, guys, like people were like, Oh my God, Lindsay's there. Or, Oh my God, did you see that Carl is there? And like, I can't believe that like they are in the same place together, but you have to understand that these two have been on a cast with a bunch of these cast members for so many years that of course they're going to show up and support their friends. They're just going to do it separately. So I wasn't shocked that they were both there. I just was surprised that some of you guys were shocked that they would have been both, like they would have been in the same place. But regardless, it was nice of them to go and support their friends, guys. Winter House, I thought, was so good. I'm loving the cast. I love that it is all like, 
people from different parts of the Bravo world on this vacation. It was hilarious to see like the relationship between Alex from Below Deck Sailing and Brian Benny. Um, It was so funny to see Katie kind of like not know what the hell was going on when Kyle said that Tom Schwartz was going to be joining. They talked a little bit about how Sandoval broke the internet and like Tom had to like leave LA and like come and do this. Katie had no idea who in the world Tom Schwartz was like even was, which mind blowing. He's been on Vanderpump rules for 11 years in the reality space forever. How do you not know who Tom Schwartz is? (laughs) You can't live under that big of a rock, but Regardless, like she had no clue what was going on. We saw a little bit of like apprehension from Danielle because she is friends with Katie. So she didn't know what to expect when Tom Schwartz was going to arrive. We saw Jordan, Jordan from Summer House Martha's Vineyard was a hot commodity this episode. You had Alex and Brian both try and like swoop in for a kiss on night one. On night one, they both went after Jordan. And I mean, can you blame them? She's a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. But maybe ease into it, guys. Like you, you're going a little too hard. And I feel like now you just blew your chance with this girl. Like, the awkward encounter between Jordan and Alex in the hot tub, the awkward walk to the bedroom between Brian and Jordan, where she just wanted to like say good night and maybe give him a hug, but he like wanted a kiss. And she's like, no, no, no. Like you guys, it is, it's fun television and they're doing their like winter sports and just drinking and having like, a grand old time. We saw the beginning stages of like what could potentially become a problem later down the road with Corey, not really fully explaining that he's in a relationship with Sam. Nobody, Danielle was like, what? Like just say that you're dating her. Like we all know that you're dating her. Like don't do this to someone, especially that like I really like Guys, it's just a lot, and I feel like the blizzard of drama is coming, and it's only going to get better from here. Next week is Tom Schwartz's actual arrival, and don't you don't want to miss it. And I had already posted the first six to seven minutes of next week's episode for you guys over on my Instagram, so go check that out so you don't have to wait until Tuesday to see what is going on there. Overall, great premiere episode. I loved it. And I can't wait to see what's going to go down in Steamboat this season, guys. They have a lot of people coming in as guests. They have Captain Sandy coming in. Um, Sam is popping in. Jason Cameron is coming. So, like, we've got people from all across the Bravo universe popping into this winter chalet all season long and it's going to be great guys. And that house is gorgeous. Like, did you see that? It was, it was like in the middle of nowhere. Like I want to go stay somewhere like that. It felt like you were like in like a Hallmark movie scene. I don't know. I was obsessed. So winter house is back. I love these shows. You guys know that. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen 
as the season moves forward, because I just feel like it's going to be filled with drama that I'm not going to be able to get enough of. Along with Winter House, we also got another premiere. We got the season 13 premiere of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Guys, I enjoyed the premiere. I thought it was good. But I want to talk about some stuff in the news first before we get into the premiere. So the premiere episode was on Wednesday. And... After the premiere episode, Kyle and Teddy Mellencamp were on Watch What Happens Live. I thought that Watch What Happens Live episode was great. I enjoyed I enjoyed it, the entire thing. We got Andy asking questions to Kyle that she provided an answer to every question. So just kind of like a quick list of what Kyle had said on watch what happens live because I really thought that she did a great job with addressing this stuff. So Andy had asked her in regards to the separation, like who was the one that initiated it? Kyle did state that she was the one that initiated the separation. She also stated that her and Mauricio are still living together, but they're staying in separate rooms. He did go in to Morgan Wade. And again, guys, she is maintaining that they are just best friends. So until otherwise, I'm going to believe what she is saying. And that's it. Like right now, she's saying that that is just her best friend. And he did ask Kyle about the handholding, like, paparazzi shot that was out there between Mauricio and his Dancing with the Stars partner, Emma. Now, he did ask her about that whole entire situation. She did say that she was hurt by the photos of Mauricio holding hands with Emma, which is why she deleted the Instagram post on her IG wall of Mauricio, like, in support of him being on Dancing with the Stars. She deleted it because she was mad, but she did say that she did still vote for him. Regardless of what was going on, she still voted for him. And uh, I thought she did a great job. I really did. I thought that she did a great job of answering the questions. Like, I was not mad at it. And uh, Andy really, he asked her, like, just kind of like surface level questions, which is fine, right? Because we have a whole season to get into plus a reunion. He's not going to ask her questions that are going to break the internet on night one. You guys should know this by now. He, He knows what he's doing. He knows the questions to ask. He will probably get more into it as the season goes on. If she's in the clubhouse again, or he'll just hold off and ask the hard hitting questions at the reunion. But as a result of Watch What Happens Live and what was said last night in regards to the hand-holding situation with Mauricio and Emma, Mauricio and Emma released an Instagram video addressing the situation. Mauricio goes on to say that Emma and him are just friends, And that that night, 
they just went out to get sushi after rehearsal and they were kind of just like reminiscing and like about like the evening because it was like a very emotional dance for him um it was like obviously if you saw the quote that he had posted under the ig post he did for last week's dance it was it was sad and kind of like got me teary eyed a little and i don't really cry because i like don't like like i'm not emotional but (laughs) it was sad just because i love these two together so just real quick his post had said tonight's dance on dancing with the stars is about life and how it's not always perfect and when you think it's impossible to move mountains and you're at your lowest moment and you think all doors are closed you need to rise up and rise unafraid and move mountains my time was 1996 when kyle and i got married and alexia was born we had Farah and Alexia. I was 26 when I was fired from my job and broke. Kyle was my rock, and together we rose up and rose up 1,000 times. And we moved mountains, a lot of them. It's been an incredible journey. Tonight's dance is dedicated to Kyle and my family. So I'm assuming that he's saying, like, based off of, like, that and, like, the rehearsals for the dance and everything, like, they just went to go get food and they just like had a moment talking about everything. And as they were leaving, they were just kind of holding hands and recapping and paparazzi caught that shot. He's saying that they're just really good friends. I want to know what you guys think. Do you think there's anything going on between Mauricio and his dancing with the stars partner, Emma? I don't know. I can see where he's coming from with saying that it was just like an emotional moment and he like was holding her hand and like talking about it. I also just don't know if like we really needed like a statement from him about it. I I don't know. It's a lot. I'm going to take it for what it is. And he's saying there's nothing going on. Emma said there's nothing going on. So until we are shown otherwise, that's just how I'm going to move forward with the situation. But I like seeing what you guys have to say about it. So I want to know what your thoughts are. So drop them in the comments and just let me know what you guys think. With that, guys, there was also news that had dropped in regards to PK and Dorit's marriage. So In Touch Weekly ran this exclusive that... PK and Dorit, after eight and a half years of marriage, have separated. They're living separate lives. And PK is living in a hotel in Beverly Hills. And Dorit is running around telling everyone that she's no longer in love with him. Guys, I didn't believe it. You never know, like, who to trust when it comes to, like, stories like this. Because everyone is just running with gossip. I tend to... Wait until, like, sources that, like, I can rely on really, like, confirm it. So if I see it on, like, a People magazine or, like, a Variety or, like, an E or Entertainment Tonight, um, I usually wait until it runs on one of those outlets before I post anything. But on Watch What Happens Live... An audience member asked Kyle what her reaction was to the rumors in regards to the separation. Kyle and Teddy looked at each other 
Like they couldn't believe what was said. Like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, how did this get out? That's the way that I took it. Oh my God, like I can't believe she's asking this question. Like, and just the look was like, oh, they know something. But Teddy instantly goes, Oh, we haven't seen those rumors. And Kyle was like, We haven't seen those rumors. Like, have you seen those rumors? And she kind of was just like fumbled and like didn't know like what to say. <laughs> she asked Andy, like, have you have you heard these rumors? And he was like, Well, I've heard of these rumors. I'm asking you if you've heard of these rumors prior to tonight. And she goes, no, 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 I haven't heard them. And then she like made a face like, Andy, you know, I know something is going on, but I can't say anything. And it was just that look where I was like, oh, something's like, that is what kind of like pushed me to post about the separation because that look that Kyle gave was like, oh, something is going on, but I am not like privy to talk about it yet. Well, guys, fast forward to like an hour or two after Watch What Happens Live airs, Dorit and PK release a statement to People Magazine, right? And they are denying any rumors of a separation. So what they said was, We remain committed to working through these issues as a united couple for our family. We have not separated, nor are we planning to do so. Rather, we are focused on healing, making changes, and doing the things that many couples have to do at some point in their marriage. We would be grateful for everyone's understanding. We are doing what we can to focus on the best interests of our family as opposed to spending our time contending with rumors and hearsay that are not true. Love, Dorit, and PK. Guys, there is, uh, they were quick to respond with their um, statement in regards to them not being divorced. I really hope that nothing is going on with them because I enjoy Dorit and PK together, like, as a couple. I just think that they're funny and, like, They just kind of like are good together. So I hope that there is nothing going on, but I've seen the rumors as much as you guys have in regards to another housewife on the West coast going through some marital drama and really it kind of only can be Dorit and PK. So only time will tell sending them hopefully like they get through this, but sending them like love and like wishes for a continued happy marriage. But Who's to say? You never know what's going to happen with these ladies. Something's always going on. Um, But it was interesting that, like, that news of the separation dropped yesterday afternoon into early evening before the premiere. And then we got that question on Watch What Happens Live with that reaction. And then the statement. It all happened so quick. I was like, what the hell is going on? It was like a roller coaster ride for Beverly Hills yesterday. But guys, we got the premiere. The premiere was good. I enjoyed it. The ladies are back. We started off with that spiritual retreat with Eagle Woman and Blue Raven. Guys, I'm sorry, but if one of my friends threw an event like that, like, I'm just not going. I'm with Garcelle where she was like, I thought we were going to get some drinks, maybe have some conversation. You're going to throw us into the spiritual retreat like they're banging on like 
tambourines and she's talking about how the rock looks like a grandfather. Like you do you Eagle woman and blue Raven, but that is just not my vibe. Like what you call me when we're going to have like a cocktail party, but <laughs> um, we did get like a monologue from Erica in regards to her apology to Dorit. Cause Dorit is very like upset still that last year at BravoCon, when asked, um, whose marriage do you think isn't going to last like next? She got up from her seat when center stage and said Dorit and PK and turned around and sat down. Erica said she really did it for the show. The people were like eating it up and like she got the reaction she was looking for and she didn't mean it. But in turn, it hurt her friend's feelings and Dorit is pissed. Like she's not happy about this. Um, that I feel like that is going to be like, something that they address more as the season goes on. But it was, it was interesting that like, she's holding on to that. Cause well, I mean, for them, I guess like they probably started filming like shortly after that, but so we're just getting to see it now almost a year later. But I mean, it was just, I enjoyed it guys. I really did. I loved the scene between Sutton and Jennifer Tilly. I thought that was hilarious. Like, these two just traveling all over the place and, like, drinking champagne, eating food, going to fashion shows. Like, imagine if, like, your hobby was just to go to fashion shows with your best friend. Like, you have to be in some, like, upper echelon status to, like, even have that be a hobby. Like, are you going to fashion weeks? They probably do go to fashion weeks for every season and, like, go together and watch this stuff. But I enjoyed that. There was the scene between Garcelle and her sons, which, I mean, was amazing to see because she was, like, talking about the struggles of, like, a working mother and her sons feeling like she wasn't there for them at that time. I mean, just so much. Dorit and Kyle um, meeting up for dinner and talking about, like, marriage issues and, like, stuff like that. And just overall... I enjoyed it, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen this season. I mean, I feel like it's just going to be drama-filled. And you guys don't even have to wait for next week's episode because I already posted the first almost eight minutes for you on my Instagram. So if you want to see what's going to happen at the beginning of next week, and it's good, guys. It's going to get good. Head on over to my Instagram at Bravo by Gaze. Check out the first eight minutes and... Enjoy it. What are your thoughts on the Real Houses of Beverly Hills premiere? Did you guys like it? Are you excited for the season? I mean, who are you happy that's back? What are you looking forward to most this season? What do you think you're going to be annoyed by this season? I'm just like, I want to know all your thoughts. So drop it in the comments. Leave leave a review with it. Start a dialogue. I want to. I, I just. I want to know everything that you guys think because. I enjoyed it, and I can't wait to see, like, what's going to happen next. Our diamonds are back, baby. Diamonds are my best friend. (laughs) Roni had episode one of their reunion. Reunion part one. It was, there was a lot. It was, there was a lot that was going on. It doesn't seem like the girls were all in a good space. It seems like Sai and Aaron are no longer in a good spot. Uh, Bryn and Sai aren't in a good spot. Uba, 
I don't think Uba's in a good spot with Jenna or Aaron. Guys, I was dead that she called her Karen, K-E-R-I-N. That was hilarious. She really thinks that Aaron is responsible for, like, the messiness behind Mr. Connecticut. Guys, speaking of Mr. Connecticut, Uba's boyfriend has been revealed. He is very, very handsome. Mr. Connecticut has been revealed to be a German investment banker. His name is Oliver Daschle, and uh, he's a very handsome man. It was ran through a Daily Mail exclusive, um, the reveal of Uba's boyfriend, and she then was out with him at the ballet, like, the day, the next day, and there were photos, like, Getty image photos of the two of them together. Jessel was there, and Bryn, and all of that, so she's out in the public with him, no longer a secret, but she seems to hold this grudge with Aaron thinking she's the reason behind all of this. Uba, she's not. <laughs> it was sigh. But guys, I don't I love Uba. I think she is a supermodel queen, gorgeous girl. I love everything that comes out of her mouth. I think she's hilarious. But I don't know what was going on with her in like this first part of the reunion. It's almost like what she was saying was not like aligned with where they were at, like bullet point wise in discussion at that moment. Like they were talking about cheese boards and food. And Jenna says, well, why don't we talk about how you, you and you didn't want Jenna to be on the show? Girl, (laughs) like they're going to get to that. Don't worry. But like, that was not the, the place for that in the, like the insertion of that comment. I don't know. I couldn't, it was just, I, at, for a moment I was like, does she know where she's at right now? Like, I just don't know what's going on. And Hey, no hate to my girl. I love her. But like, it was some of the stuff that she was saying, I was like, girl, not yet. We're not there yet. They're going to get to it, but don't you worry. Um, I did love a comment that Bryn made to Sai where she was like, Sai had said something and Bryn goes, I'm sorry, what? I can't hear you down there. Like shading the fact that she was like last seat on the couch at the reunion. Like say it a little louder. You're a little too far away. Chef's kiss. I thought that was hilarious. I uh, don't know like what is going on with Sai and Aaron and like their kind of like, quick wittedness with their responses at the reunion because it's just lacking. Like it's not there. And they were so good in like confessionals. And I feel like now that they're in the moment where they have to like have this like confrontation slash like hash out of issues, they're not getting out really. What, like I mean, especially Aaron, not really like it's not coming across as like, she knows exactly like what to say in the moment, but We only have one part left and uh, I mean, it's gonna, and it's going to be over and I don't want, (laughs) I don't want it to be over. I'm loving everything about this new Roni reboot. Um, Guys, I don't think Jenna even wants to be there. Like, I feel like she was very like, Oh, why am I at this reunion? Like not going to lie. Loved the denim moment that she's having with her reunion outfit. But I'm going to be very surprised if she makes the decision to come back and do another season of this because 
she just seemed like this like this wasn't for her and uba made a comment where she said like uba or she said that jenna on the show and jenna in real life are like two completely different people and that uba on the show or sorry guys uba said that jenna on the show is like very like woe is me and like feel bad for me and like sad and like all that where like in real life she's like a powerhouse and they're just like not the same people but she, I mean, this is probably her first time doing reality television, so she's probably, like, very, like, maybe standoffish. Like, maybe guarded. That's what it is. Maybe guarded. I think she's just a little guarded with, like, certain parts that she's going to be sharing. But I think, I think everyone else, I think everyone else would come back. I want to see all of them come back. I think it would be good for all of them to come back. I, I obviously have my list um, of favorite to least favorite, which I will share with you next week after part two of the reunion, because I want to do like my ranking once I see everything. Um, but I mean, as of right now, my number one spot is going to my girl, Jessel Tank. I'm a tank top. Guys, speaking of Jessel Tank, Pavit released an IG video of his trip to Vietnam and he finally took it. Everyone's been having an issue with this man going to Vietnam by himself. He released the reel and posted what he went there for. And he went on like a food tour and uh, it was just hilarious like the things that he said in it, he put like so many little digs at the women for like kind of giving him a hard time about this trip in the video. It was hilarious. The guy is literally the the seventh housewife, like give him an apple, but he is hands down. You know what? He is my number one pick for Roni this season because I am obsessed with Poppet. Got tank tops rise up. Those are my people. I am obsessed with all of it. I know he's doing an IG live with the points guy, Brian Kelly, because they're going to talk about this like miles run that people do. That is going to be so interesting. I cannot wait to like listen to that and like see what they have to say. Listen, he's a king. He can do no wrong in my eyes. You do all the miles runs you want, Pavit. Keep doing you. Guys, next week, like I said, is the second and final episode of the reunion. And then our girls are done. It's going to be a sad time. I'm, I'm bummed about it. But I'm looking forward to seeing them at BravoCon and seeing what happens like at the um, new New York panel. So that's going to be interesting. A couple more quick hot topics I want to go over with, with you. I know we covered some as we went through the premieres and like the big ones that were there guys lb manzo got married congratulations to lb manzo you know him as caroline manzo's son from real houses of new jersey he also was a star on manzo with children their spinoff show he got married in italy um and just congrats i love them i love the manzos guys sorry don't at me i know i just love their family. 
The only downfall to the weekend, unfortunately, was his sister, Lauren, and her husband, Vito, announced that they are getting divorced. Now, so many people were like, what? We thought that they were already, like, divorced. We haven't seen Vito on social media in forever. There's been rumors swirling that the two of them had separated a very long time ago. And we were just like, someone give us, like, a sign that like they're good or they're still together because Lauren's always been kind of like out doing her own thing uh, with her family and Marky, their daughter. Um, so they, this dropped like a couple days before Albie's wedding while she was in Italy. So she had released a statement that this has been something that's been going on for a while. And that filing was just the final step in the process. Her and Vito are good. Nothing to worry about there on the home front. They're, moving forward as a family and just doing what's best for their daughter. It's a bummer because I loved the two of them on the late seasons of Real Housewives of New Jersey going into Manzoed with children. But it's a new chapter for Lauren. Lauren is beautiful. She's going to find a man's no problem. And as of right now, from what it seems like in the court documents, that they are still living in the same household in New Jersey. So I think people were kind of making it bigger than what it was with the way that it was reported by the son. Um, uh, They stated that that Vito was the one to file. Uh, And then Lauren, like, quickly corrected that, saying that they're on the same page with everything. This was just the final step in the process that they had to take. But... Unfortunately, that's kind of like a bummer that that happened at her brother's wedding weekend. Like, you're there celebrating, like, love and, like, a new chapter in relationship. And then all of a sudden, you have to talk about your divorce. What, like, do you, like, do you run to the bathroom and make a video? Like, that's just shitty that she had to do that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, they got ahead of the story. So, good for them. Guys. We got Real Housewives of Potomac taglines, right? So the Real Housewives of Potomac is premiering on um, November 1st. And these taglines are freaking hilarious. I was obsessed with each one of these Real Housewives of Potomac taglines. We have my girl, Jizzy from the block, Giselle. Her tagline is... I'm no angel, but give me some grace and you'll learn to adore me, which is amazing because it incorporates all three of her daughter's names. How clever is that? We have Ashley Darby. You don't have to dig for gold when you just shine bright. We have Robin Dixon. Guys, Robin Dixon is my girl. I'm obsessed with this tagline. I just took a DNA test, and it turns out I 100% don't care. I mean, you tell them, Robin. I'm not even going to say it the way that Miss Miss Candace Dillard Bassett said it, because she sang, and I'm not singing for you guys. When they go low, I just hit high notes, and she sings high notes. It was amazing. We got Professor Wendy Osefo. If you're going to test this professor, be prepared to fail. We have Mia Thornton. 
It doesn't matter the size of your home. I'm oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter the size of our home. I'm always the queen of this castle. We have NECA. Nigeria raised me, LA made me, and Potomac will remember me. She's the newbie. And then we got our girl, Karen Huger, the grand dame. I don't ride the fence, honey. I am the fence. You ride me. I don't know if I get if I get that one, but I'm like, it's so Karen for her to even say that. Guys, I'm sorry. Robin Dixon's tagline is like my number one for this like season. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I 100% don't care. <laughs> Guys, you know she doesn't care about anything that is said about her. She's just going to go about living her life and getting her bag. I'm obsessed with it. I love them all, though. Like, very clever. The ladies of Potomac always kill it. Which was your favorite tagline? Make sure to let me know. I'm excited for the premiere. Guys, I literally... I can't even believe that I leave for BravoCon in like less than a week by the time that you hear this. I'm going out on Thursday. I'm staying until Monday. I don't know what the hell I'm going to take with me, but there's so much I'm looking forward to. We got Watch What Happens Lives. We've got so many panels I'm looking forward to. And I am going to be taking you guys like along for the ride with me. So if you haven't already, make sure to go to my Instagram at Bravo by Gaze, become a subscriber. And then as soon as you do that, go and join the BravoCon 2023 social channel that I made. So that way you're in that live chat so I can keep you up to date as to what is going on throughout the entire weekend. I'll be talking to you guys in there through like the panels and like what's going on like throughout the day, just kind of keeping you up to date with all the info. We'll be doing like subscriber only lives um so that way you get a sneak peek behind what's going on before everybody else and it's just going to be a wild time i'm excited to see so many of like my other like bravo friends and new york last year for BravoCon was amazing i can't even imagine what is going to happen now that it's going to be in vegas but it's gonna be crazy and i literally cannot wait for it guys so Until I talk to you guys next, I hope you have a great weekend, a great week. Keep an eye out for the Southern Charm pop-ups. I hope you guys are enjoying those strictly for Southern Charm. But I will talk to you guys next week. A Huda Media Production.